It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Hitting Hard with John Trekker here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Today on the show, stay the course, build the defense, the lights on Fontenot, and bring home Houston. It's all next, Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked On Sports Atlanta. This is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. Hitting Hard is brought to you by Bet Online. Head to youtube.com, put Locked On Sports Atlanta into your search browser. When you get there, hit that subscribe button. We're trying to grow to 6,000 folks on our YouTube page. Leave us a comment as well. We are free and available to download on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. We can uh, be found there and uh, leave us a review there. Roku and Amazon Fire. Yes, we are available on those platforms as well. Leave us a review and a five-star review as well on those. And then follow me on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. Listen, I've had a lot of discussions with people. And, you know, we talked about Lamar Jackson the other day, and I'm not in favor of it. And, you know, I don't really think that the Falcons, I'll say this. If C.J. Stroud fell in the lap of the Atlanta Falcons, I don't think that there's any shot whatsoever that C.J. Stroud falls to the Falcons at eight. But I might make the exception for him that if the Falcons got him at number eight, I would probably roll the dice on that. But more than likely, quarterback's not going to be in play. Look, here's the thing. Stay the course build the defense, right? Let me give you a couple of numbers here. When you look at the number one thing that I always talk about, that defenses in the NFL, if you're going to be championship caliber defense, if you're going to be playoff ability defense, you know, it's not the run, the pass, the this, the that. It's sacking the quarterback, okay? Let me give you the last five Super Bowl winners, okay? The last five Super Bowl winners, starting with the Rams last year, right? The Rams were third in the NFL in sacks. The year before, the Buccaneers were fourth in the NFL in sacks. The year before, the Chiefs were 11th in the NFL in sacks. The Patriots, with Tom Brady, were 30th in the NFL in sacks. And then the year before, 15th for the Eagles, 15th in the NFL in sacks. The number of sacks for the last five years from the Super Bowl champion, 51, 48, 45, 30, and 38. Now, look, here is the real outlier, okay? It's Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. They were 30th in the NFL in sacks. They were 30, they had 30 total sacks. If you have the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL, then you can forget about sacking the quarterback. It, it really doesn't become that important. So unless we have, on next year's roster, the greatest seven-time Super Bowl-winning quarterback in the history of the league, then I'll, I'll buy into maybe sacks don't mean as much. But sacks in the NFL are enormously important. 
And if you're not in the top half or in the top 10 in sacks, it's going to be tough to build a championship caliber defense. So when I talk about what the Falcons need to do, staying the course, focus on your defense, edge player, defensive line, another corner, upgraded nickel corner. You know, maybe you add another safety into the mix. Maybe you add another linebacker into the mix. You know, a, a guy who can maybe play the interior. If you decide to move on from Rashawn Evans, which I hope that the Falcons don't do that, but let's say that you move on from Rashawn Evans. You need more than Troy Anderson, Michael Walker. You know, listen, he's done some good things. He's good in coverage, but at times he gets exposed. So focus on your defensive line. It, it, it's, it's the number one thing you can do. Well, let me put it this way. The number one thing you can do to affect an NFL game is have great quarterback play. That's the number one thing you can do to influence the outcome of a game is have great quarterback play. The number two thing that you can do to influence a game the most is sack the other team's quarterback. Sacking the quarterback changes up down and distance. You get yourself off the field. You become a good third down defense. You know, you, you may lead to some turnovers where you force quarterbacks into throwing the ball early because they're fear of getting sacked or you cause a strip fumble, whatever it is. If you can sack the quarterback, you can have a championship caliber defense. And I always talk about this number. How do I get to 40 sacks? The, the last three Super Bowl winners, 51, 48, 45. It's not coincidence that those teams could sack the quarterback. Now, again, if you give me the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL, then yes, sacks don't become important. But I, I, I've I've had discussions with people on Twitter here recently about, well, you, you have to build a championship caliber offense and this, that, and the other. Yes, you have to have a really good offense. You know, the, the Rams, the Bucks, the Chiefs, you know, they are really good offenses. And you and look, here's the thing. I, I, I saw, I, I came across this stat. People were telling me that, you know, well, you know, if you can average 30 or 35 a game, nobody averages 35 a game. That there are, I think that there are, I think it's four teams since the year 2000. Four teams since the year 2000 that have averaged 30 points a game. Forget 35 and all this kind of Michigas that's out there. There are four teams that have averaged, I think, 30 points per game. It doesn't happen. You know, you can be 27, 28. Well, that's closer. Okay, you know, over the course of 17 games, you know, 34, 35 points is the difference in a lot of these games, especially when they're one-score games. But you have to influence sacking the quarterback. You have to be good at that stat. I, you know, again, we can discuss the run defense, pass defense, all these other things. Just sack the quarterback. It's the number one thing that keeps holding the Falcons down. You know, guys have played better. You know, guys, you know, are stepping up. We've gotten some good production over the last year or two out of our rookies and second-year guys. But at the end of the day, we still are deficient 
in the one thing that you have to do in the NFL. If you do nothing else in the NFL on defense, you sack the quarterback. If you don't play great run defense, you don't play great pass defense. You, you can't do a if you can sack the quarterback, you can influence the game immensely. Besides the quarterback play, it's the number one thing that you can do to influence a game. So my message is don't get distracted by running backs, wide receivers, a quarterback. You know, again, I'll put the caveat on there. If C.J. Stroud is sitting right there, it'd be hard-pressed to pass up. So look, the number one thing the Falcons can do is to build their defense, build it through the interior part of their defensive line, sack the quarterback, taking a dramatic step forward next year, not allocating as many resources on quarterback or this, that, and the other. Focus on building your defense. It's the thing that influences the game the second most by sacking the quarterback. I want to talk about my friends over at Bet Online. Listen, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports wagering information. Listen, it's really simple. You head to betonline.net, you take the mobile device, and you head to betonline.net, and you can get odds, trends, podcast news, stats, scores, everything that you need to make you a smarter sports wager is available at betonline.net. And then once you accumulate all that information, then get in on the action. You want to be in college basketball. You want to be in the NBA. You want to be in the NHL. Oh, yeah, NFL division around playoffs are this weekend. We got a whole schedule full of games on Saturday and Sunday. You can still bet on the NFL through all of it and all the way through the Super Bowl. And then, not to mention, we're about, I don't know, a couple of months away, pitchers and catchers report here in the next, you know, three weeks. So get in on the action at betonline.net. Take your mobile device. Head over to betonline.net, check out all of the news and information that they have to make you a smarter sports wager, and then get in on all of the action that's available to you at betonline.net. Betonline.net is where the game starts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Uh, besides making uh, hitting hard with John Chuckery your first listen every day, we also want to remind you to make Locked On Sports today your second listen every day. Instant reactions, biggest stories of the day, big game recaps, take of the day. It's available on Odyssey, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast from. So this offseason, the light is really going to be focused on Terry Fontenot. You know, if there's some things that we've learned about the first couple of years of the Arthur Smith, Terry Fontenot regime, number one is Arthur Smith can coach. And, and I know that there are some people that will say that 
Arthur can't coach. And okay, uh, Arthur Smith can coach. And, and he's taken a ragtag bunch of guys. And, and that's a generous term. He's taken a bunch of ragtag guys and maximized the talent. Look, he got Caleb McGarry to have his best year. He's resurrected Cordero Patterson, right? You know, he's pulled guys off the scrap heap, you know, and that's that's being charitable, but and they've maximized their abilities. Now, look, the plan wasn't ever for Marcus Mariota to be the quarterback. The plan was for Deshaun Watson to be the quarterback and then default to Matt Ryan. And then it all fell apart and blew up in their face. So Marcus Mariota was the answer. And look, between him and Ritter, it led to a seven-win season. They actually didn't take a step back in their win total. That's a credit to what Arthur Smith was able to do. Even though that they weren't as good in one-score games, you know they were much better in Arthur's first year than they were in Arthur's second year. That's quarterback play and different things like that. But Arthur can coach. Well, now that the governors and the restrictions of money, you know, the the inability to go out and sign top-tier guys, the inability over the last couple of years to lock up some of their own guys, right? All of the governors and the straps are loose for Terry Fontenot now. And look, Terry Fontenot's done a pretty good job, all things considered, in his drafting. You know, Jalen Mayfield was a swing and a miss. Grant's a, a pretty decent pick. I have some issues with Kyle Pitts. I mean, you know, uh, certainly, you know, this team would have been greatly influenced by Micah Parsons. But again, we're going to have that discussion. I'm going to get a deep dive into all of that at some point out there, that Panay Sewell Micah Parsons, those guys would have greatly influenced the roster. But by and large, Terry Fontenot has done a, a pretty decent job of drafting his players, right? You know, Drake London looks like he's a player. I don't agree with their draft philosophy. But now there's no excuses this year for Terry Fontenot. He has the money. He's got the resources. He's still got draft capital. Right. You know, you, you've got the number eight pick in the draft. You're in pretty good position draft wise. So now you have to build a roster that can compete for the playoffs, because I do believe in Arthur Smith. I, I do have confidence that he can coach when when he even when he doesn't have talent, that he can coach these guys up. And the other thing is with Arthur, with Terry Fontenot, especially because Fontenot will probably make the final decision on all of this. And, you know, maybe they'll consult with Arthur Smith on, on this, but hiring the DC. And we talked about this yesterday about the Falcons need a, a, a dramatic DC hire. They, they have to find a high level, really good defensive coordinator. And if you have to overpay and look, here's the reality. Arthur Blank doesn't like losing. And if it takes money to not lose, then Arthur will spend the money. He's always been willing to spend the money. He's always been willing, whether it's Atlanta United, whether it's the Atlanta Falcons, to spend the money that is needed. Well, but the organization has been hamstrung for the last couple of years. They didn't have money in Arthur's first, first year, and certainly the largest dead cap number in 
the history of the NFL doesn't help anything either. But now the spotlight is on Terry Fontenot. And Terry Fontenot's greatest strength is what did he do when he was the, uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, assistant, I, I, I won't say assistant general manager, but the understudy to Mickey Loomis in, in, uh, in New Orleans. What was the number one thing he was doing for them? He was evaluating NFL talent, okay? So it wasn't the college draft process and all that kind of stuff. He could identify and and get the right personnel through NFL free agency to make their team better. Well, now you have, I think it's the, I think it's the second highest cap number that's available to them. I think the Bears are number one. And the Falcons are going to be somewhere 65 to 75 million dollars, depending on, you know, listen, they've got to do some, they got to lock up Lindstrom, you know, uh, Jake Matthews contract kicks in, you know, more money. There'll be guys that they have to resign. But this is where the spotlight is on Terry Fontenot now, identifying top tier NFL talent to come in and change up the dynamic of this team. And look, whether it's Deron Payne or this or that, whatever the name is on the back of the jersey, you've got to hit some home runs in free agency. Because Arthur and Terry's number one mantra was when they get money, re-signing their guys, right? Okay, you know, Lindstrom's going to get himself a, a Megalodon type of contract. Lindstrom's going to be a, a top paid uh, interior offensive linemen in the NFL. And, and they've got to sign some of their other guys and things like that, okay? But you have to hit in this free agency period. And it's all about Terry Fontenot. This is supposed to be his number one strength about finding these guys, identifying these guys, and evaluating established NFL talent to come in and make a difference. So while I think the spotlight has moved away from Arthur Smith, and look, I don't believe for a second that Arthur Smith is on the hot seat or anything like that. I, I really don't. I know that Arthur Blank wants to win, and I know that he's not going to be probably as patient as he was with Dan and Thomas Dimitrov and those kinds of guys. But I don't think Arthur Smith is the problem. I don't think any of these guys are the problem with it, but if Arthur Smith, I believe, is one of the better coaches in the NFL. And he can he can do a he can do a good job with less talent. So if you give him some talent, then I think he'll I think he'll excel at it. But this is where Terry Fontenot, it's his best strength. And this is why now, when you clear all those contracts and everything off the books, can he identify the talent? You know, and look. Here's the reality of free agency in the NFL. You always overpay for guys. It's always, you overpay for past performance. And by the way, that's not indicative of future performance. You always overpay for past performance out there. So when you're talking about NFL free agency, it's always guys that you hope that can continue their trajectory but it all it doesn't always progress that way. You know, Ray Edwards and guys like that come to mind. I mean, you know, Ray Edwards was a double-digit sack guy who stood across from Jared Allen, 
and you know he cleaned up all the mess and then he came here and you know he was uh, one of the worst free agent signings in the history of you know the, the falcons organization so this is where terry fontenot has to excel not the draft not other things it's you know not even signing their own guys it's identifying guys that can come in here and change up the direction of this franchise because i do believe that they have to be a playoff team like the the time has come that okay we're building 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 and we're on the cusp and and we're getting you know we're making strides and we're developing our young guys and this that, and the other okay well now there's no excuses you have the money you have the draft capital you have things in place you've developed the guy you know some guys from the the past year or two now terry fontenot has to hit a home run and i think that the falcons will be active i think that they will be aggressive and i hope that they are i, I hope that we get uber aggressive with this organization when it comes to signing some free agents again no matter what the name is on the back of the jersey if they produce and they perform then that's all that matters i don't care what the name is out there you want deron Payne or you want somebody like that fine but those guys have to come in here and they have to produce and perform they can't be dante fowler and todd Gurley and guys like that guys that at their end of their string that just give this franchise nothing these guys have to whoever the names are they have to hit some home runs through their free agency period well, i want to talk about my friends over at built bar listen head to built.com you you want listen we're all trying to get in shape coming off uh, the holidays heading into the new year right so we're we're looking for things that food wise are low calorie low fat low sugar low carb you know all these types of things right well listen built bars are the way to go head to built.com today okay and try out all of their different flavors churro peanut butter brownie coconut almond and and while you're trying all those flavors understand that you're snacking on things that are roughly about 130 calories and four grams of sugar but with a whopping 17 grams of protein and now what you can do is you can head over to walmart and sam's club and actually pick you up boxes of built bars there so if you don't want to do the online thing if you don't want to head to built.com and browse around and peruse around if you like the brick and mortar types of stores you can head to sam's club and walmart and actually pick up your built bars there but everybody's looking for that low sugar low calorie low carb types of snacks but you want the protein with it try the marshmallow puffs try the regular protein bars all of them have a, a wide variety of flavors that are available to you so head to built.com or pick up your built bars at your local walmart or sam's club head to built bar uh, head to uh, built.com or you know your stores today and pick up your low sugar low carb healthy snacks and we also uh want to say to you that uh making locked on sports today your second listen besides hitting hard with john shuckery it's your biggest stories of the day instant reactions big game recaps and your take of the day available on odyssey youtube wherever you get your podcast from so one name that i would certainly like to see 
in the free agency period. We talk about building our defense and different things like that, okay? Would be to bring home Justin Houston. Statesboro High School, local kid, you know, played at the University of Georgia, obviously had a long, distinguished career. I think he's over 111 sacks for his career now with the Kansas City Chiefs, had a long, distinguished career. And then he played a year for the Baltimore Ravens. And he was a one-year, $3.5 million signee for them. And guess what he gave you? Nine and a half sacks. Now, he was a half a sack short, I believe, of hitting his bonus of an extra $500,000 for for a 10-sack season. But can I tell you that I would love to have a Justin Houston? Now, here's the thing, okay? Houston has been pretty clear about the idea of he wants to potentially go back to Baltimore, that, that he would certainly love to go play for the Ravens again. And why not? They're a playoff team. You know, I don't know if they're a Super Bowl caliber team, but they're certainly in the mix. And if you can get the playoffs, anything can happen, right? But when you look at where the Ravens are, they have a couple of their interior offensive linemen to sign. They certainly have to decide on whether or not they're going to lock up Lamar Jackson to a Megalodon contract. And no matter what happens, Lamar Jackson is going to get a whole pile of guaranteed money. Look, he turned down $160, $180 million of guaranteed money. So all that money goes right up against the cap. And I don't know the Ravens cap situation and things like that. So maybe Justin Houston is just a either cap casualty or there's just not enough money to pay him or whatever like that. So I'd be willing to give Justin Houston a year for $5 million, which would be a million and a half raise, maybe even 6 or $7 million. I mean, the Falcons are going to have some money to spend. Two years, maybe $10 million. I would overpay a little bit for Justin Houston if I could get him here to Atlanta. If that's what it took to get him here to Atlanta, spend some of that money and get a guy who can get after the quarterback. Even at 34 years old, I don't care how old he is, he is still one of the more productive pass rushers in the NFL. If I look, if I had a guy and, and you could even just use him in pass rush situations, if I just even had him and, and he could give me seven or eight or nine and a half sacks, brother, I take that all day long. Because again, we talk about how do we get to 40 sacks? I, I keep going back to that magic number. How do we get to 40? It, it, it could be two guys at 15, or it could be a guy or, or you know several guys that are six, seven, eight, whatever it is, whatever the math works out to be. What I care about is, can we get to 40 sacks? And Justin Houston, even at 34 years old, if you want to limit his snaps, if you just want to use him on pass rush and just line up him and Ebba Katie on, on passing downs, Fine, no problem. I can afford to have guys like that on my roster because we're going to, again, have the second most, you know, free agency money to spend in the NFL. So I can afford to have a guy that I overpay some. Now, look, I'm not talking about giving him 10 or $12 million, but I, I can certainly I can certainly give him more than three and a half million, or maybe it's even a two-year deal. 
And maybe there's some appeal to come down here and play again for the hometown team. I hope that's what it is. But if you're looking for, you know, maybe under the radar moves or you're looking for, you know, somebody that, you know, doesn't, you know, it isn't like Deron Payne that's going to cost you, you know, 15 to 20 million dollars, whatever like that. I would love to have Justin. I wanted him here last year. I wanted him here the year. But I've wanted him for a long time. And he's still a productive player. And he does the number one thing that we don't do on defense. And that is sack the quarterback. All right. Well, thank you so much for making Hit and Heart with John Shucker your first listen every day. Make sure you make Locked on Sports today your second listen. Biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game uh, recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on Odyssey, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast from. We ask you to head to youtube.com, put Locked on Sports Atlanta into your search browser. When you get there, hit that subscribe button, leave us a comment. We're trying to head to 6,000 folks, so we want you to be a part of our growing community. We are free and available to download on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Check us out there. Roku and Amazon Fire. Yes, we can. you can download us there on those platforms as well. And then follow me at JMCH316 on my personal Twitter page. Back with you on Monday. This has been Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked on Sports Atlanta. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.